I opened the notes, my notes app, and normally it's on notes of like things I write down that are funny, so I remember to say them on the podcast. And I looked and I was like, increase substance use when alone, sleeping only four hours. These are things to talk about with my therapist. Whoops. And also uh, things that seem alarmingly familiar to me, uh, but that's all right. You know, like uh, I genu- you said that I was like, how the fuck did you know that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that note was about you, actually. Yeah. Look, oh, that's what we'll do. I say we have, so first I need to start going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Second part of this bit, we'll we'll each take notes, you know, throughout the week to give to our therapists. But mm-hmm. right before we go in, we swap notes. Perfect. Um, and uh, the first therapist to figure out that that has happened wins a cash prize of um $25. Yeah, I can spare $25. Yeah, that was that was like, well, hang on now. <laughs> no one's going to fund this one. So this has to no. be out of pocket. We got to we got to figure out an achievable goal here. Oh, yeah. They also won't be told. So, you know. No. Yeah. We'll just see if, you know halfway through your therapy session your therapist goes like it sounds more like you're a depressed alcoholic i don't know what happened here but <laughs> things seem to have switched gears i'm not sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's part I, uh, of the reason i'm i'm getting the uh dog is hopefully tomorrow i get confirmed whether or not i will get approved for an emotional support animal by my therapist hell yes um Luck. so i'm getting a dog named toaster um, I applied for so a specific gonna, dog, and I'm very excited. I was going to say, are you going to, um, are you going to make it clear that that's your intention to name the dog when you're applying for the emotional support animal? Because that will either no. really help or really hinder your case, I think. It's so I can put Toaster in the bathtub without dying. It's perfect. And I think, okay... If Jay can get an emotional support dog named Broccoli, I can get an emotional support dog named Toaster. Like, Broccoli is way worse than Toaster. That is, yeah, fair enough. So, I don't know. I sent my therapist a depressing email asking her if I could have an emotional support animal, and wow. She was like, let's talk about this. How about we meet on Wednesday? And I was like, my next appointment wasn't for two weeks, but yeah, sure. Like, okay, cool, I guess. Uh, Look, it's great when they pencil you in like that. You're like, ah, I've won. Uh, Yeah. I beat everybody else to therapy. Mm -hmm. How exciting. (laughs) And then the therapist says something along the lines of like, no, we've talked about this. It's not all a competition. You need to to be able to accept some things just sort of as neutral events. And I go, sounds like loser talk to me. It does Uh, sound like loser talk. As men with straight jackets just slowly creep up behind me. Uh, <laughs> that's no, I've been doing great personally. Um, yeah, you've been doing great. I think so. Does anyone else? Hmm. Well, I haven't considered that yet. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling good. I, ooh, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, other people have commented on things. Uh, you know, I. On Sunday, I went down. I went to a party, a birthday party for a friend. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful time. It was Barbie themed, which I had not been told. But I did just happen People to be wearing a pink not shirt. Telling you things. People love to not tell me things, especially when it comes to dress codes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just happened to be wearing my pink shirt and a jacket. Um, so 
I was stealthily fitting. Sorry, what was that? Philosopherkin. <laughs> I thought you said philosopher king, like the uh, the platonic ideal, and I was like, no, I, mean, <laughs> I I hope not. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, that's what it is. I'm like, yeah, linguistics is very hard. My job is not philosophy, which many people think. Uh, My job is to think about philosophy, and not in the philosophical way, just in the way that philosophy is a word in my brain at all times. Metaethics is a very difficult job, and it is not ethics, Um, (laughs) which is true. I'm that just really sucks, hoping I don't completely lose my voice because we're we're even a little rough right now. Yeah, I'm I'm noticing that. That's alright. Yeah. Well, I say look, we'll upload it early. We'll just drop this episode on the free feed it right now for Halloween. Happy Halloween, listeners. This is your gift. You're getting a short episode early, and then you can wait longer for a normal one. We'll just record until I can't talk anymore. And that's fine. Okay. Well, we can also do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, Julian, what are your favorite slurs? Let's scream them in order. Um, Suddenly, get my voice either. is not... <laughs> See, yeah. I'm trying to... Either we're going to make you lose your voice or lose your will to speak. And frankly, I'm fine with either. I'm I'm a hard-boiled detective right now. I'm doing what it takes to get results. Uh, <laughs> and the results, I guess, are me sitting alone in my house for Halloween slightly earlier. Good cop, Matt cop. Oh, good cop, Matt cop. And let me tell you, don't give the Matt cop a gun. He's liable. <laughs> well, really, just one thing with it. Um, I was uh, earlier this week, and this is why I paused earlier. I have had some people comment on the fact that I'm doing a lot of bits about me dying recently. That's Clear. not ideal. It, well, it's not ideal. I also don't think it, this is like just the normal amount of bits about me dying. I'm always doing. Because here's the thing. Look, you tell jokes about the thing that you think about. Like, you know, that's just sort of the way it works, right? It's No, I, I'm being serious, right? Like, it's like, which yeah, is why Louis yeah. C.K. had so many jokes about jerking off, right? Because, exactly, boy, exactly. that, that guy was pranking it. Yeah, I have a lot of jokes about suicide for no real reason, actually. I just think it's funny. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I'm the no. exception to the rule, actually. I'm the exception to the rule. No, that's the, even if, you know, even if you're not, like, okay, well, I'm going to phrase this really carefully. Okay. Even if you don't want to do it, sometimes you just spend a lot of time thinking about it, you know? Not like planning, not even really like passively going like, man, I wish I was dead right now. But you're just like, man, that'd be wild, wouldn't it? You know, that's that's just sort of how I, uh, right? See, that's Isn't this normal. My therapist would call this intellectualizing, where you're uh, being hmm. pedantic about it in order to not face the actual problem. I think I, well, if I may be pedantic for a moment. Um, I don't think there's any problem here, actually. Uh, and here's why. I accepted long ago that that would just be a voice that was forever in my head. And, uh, now it's, um, you know, it's just, it's just part of the routine, you know? One of many voices. And, um, and that's, that's the scariest thing of all this Halloween, uh, is man, the, the, the darkest monster. The thing of all is coming to terms with the monster in your head. Exactly. But no, yeah, so two of the two of the standout bits that I do recall doing that involved me dying was um I was talking about um now stick with me on this one, listeners. Um I was just imagining, you know, like I was saying, you know, like the Aurora shooting, right? The guy who allegedly he didn't actually dress up the, like the Joker, but the guy who was accused of right. dressing up like the Joker. Um and then 
shooting up uh, the Dark Knight Rises. I was saying, I want to go to the Napoleon screening, but dressed as Napoleon and with like a cannon loaded with grape shot. Um, and then I just like, I stand in front of the cannon and I'm lighting it with like the really long fuse thing. Um, I like the idea you know, that just, you're only like kind of dressed as Napoleon Dynamite. Like I have wait, Napoleon Dynamite. So I was, I was saying Napoleon. That's what I want you to said. Go, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. That can't be true. I just, I, oh no. Um, and that's why I was I'm confused. That would be, hang on now. We're adding an extra layer of esoteric. Yeah, no, I'm showing up to the Ridley Scott Napoleon biopic dressed as Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. And then when someone says like, uh, dude, I think you got the wrong movie and the theater laughs, I go, well, won't they all be sorry? Wheel in the cannon. Uh, and I just, at that point, I just turn myself into a fine red mist and I'm never seen again um, as the grape shot goes off. Uh, so I thought that one was very funny. It did decently well with its yeah. intended audience. Uh, the one that I thought was much funnier that didn't do quite as well was um, I was imagining myself as like a cowboy in the Old West, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a standoff with someone. I just go like, draw, and then shoot myself in the head immediately. And um, that's a good one. Yeah, exactly. And I was just I, I'm like imagining like the cowboy hat like floating down gently onto my body is like the other guy's like, did I lose? I like I it feel like I, it's it's like the classic buildup, like it zooms in on your eyes. Oh like, yeah, like I'm twitching, the, he's twitching. Twitching, the the scuffling, the and then all of a sudden, like <laughs> <laughs> And in a flash, it's all over. Um and yeah, he's just standing there, he's like, Well, so I didn't shoot him, but he's dead now. Who did is I, this a draw? Did I like he's trying to figure out the rules of the cowboy duel. Um, so any of our listeners out there who are the fastest guns in a town, if, you know, young punks keep coming to challenge you and you're tired of being worn down by the sins of your past and you need to kill these prideful young men, instead shoot yourself and your status as the fastest guns in the West will forever be secure. Yeah. So think on that one, uh, listeners, I, I am doing well. I just want to restate this. Um, I feel like we sounds like it. I, really I sounds steered like this it. ship in a strange direction early on in this episode. Uh, it's okay. I like, well, started yeah. the ship in, this, in a strange direction. So good point. Yeah, and then I'm like, all right, Captain Matt will take over now. Off to the rocks. Like I'm just steering them. I'll yeah. have a ship on the rocks, please, as I'm just steering it directly towards these like razor sharp shoals. Um. I would love to be a captain and do bits as my ship full of people sank. You know, that would be wow. I love the last scene of the Titanic where it's the comedians that refuse to get off board and they just keep telling (laughs) jokes. They're sitting around a table podcasting. Yeah. (laughs) Pod be with you till we meet again. (laughs) Oh, it's good. Woo. Um, what was um my friends used to laugh you know on the titanic where like everybody's starting to die and there's a guy that like bounces off the propeller oh yeah the, it, the needlessly mean death it's crazy yeah my friends used to think that was the funniest shit in the world it's i still think that i <laughs> literally like every time i've watched titanic even like you know even on the days where i'm like i'm in it i'm feeling it right i'm i'm my heart aches for jack and rose even then it's just right. it's so insane it's the same as like i don't know Actually, I don't know if you did this the first time you watched like Hereditary or um, like because I know a lot of people who like the first time they watched Hereditary, right? The scene 
We all know the one I'm mm. talking about. Uh, like people just like burst out laughing, not like because it was funny, but like just because of how like shocking and over the top it is. Like, and that's it is sort shocking of how I feel and over the top, especially when it like zooms in on the aftermath. Like, yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh my god, right? Like you just, you know, there's there's a thump, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, that was crazy. And it's like that, except it's less deeply upsetting and more just like still shockingly mean spirited and over the top for no reason. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I stand by your. The friend. first thing I knew about the Titanic was that someone bounced off the propeller. That's how much my friends thought that this was amazing. Is in like fourth grade, the one thing I knew about the Titanic was a guy died because he bounced off the propeller. And look, they're right for that. Also, can you imagine being that guy? What a bum deal, you know? Like you. You You're like, all right, the ship chance. is sinking. I can save myself. You jump, and I think my opinion is that the moment that his feet cleared the deck, he went, oh, boy. You know, he's just looking down. He's like, I mm, I, I may have misjudged this distance slightly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that guy, it's a bummer. Yeah. That real-life guy that bounced off the propeller that we all know about. The one death on the Titanic that day. Mm-hmm. Um Crazy the there's only one casualty, but... Yeah, the other ones were off the Titanic when they died, so they don't count. Um, that man died in contact with the Titanic. The Titanic killed that man. Yeah, the Titanic is a murderer. Fortunately, it has been punished for its crimes, and now has been consigned to... Only body cut of one? Sea. The rest are yeah. uh, manslaughter, I guess? They're technically... They're man, we're trying to find Poseidon. It's very hard to serve him a subpoena, but we're doing our best. Um, that iceberg, though. Yeah, exactly. Look, the iceberg, unfortunately, vanished uh, over the course of a few decades. And we're not sure what it is, but we've got our diesel ships running round the clock trying to find it and figure out where these icebergs are running off to. Um, That's actually the reason uh, the second tower fell is because it was punished for the first tower's crimes. Yeah. the The sins of the tower. As the, uh, as the tower. The Bible verse goes. <laughs> Shall be visited upon the the other second tower uh, that was located right next to it in the World Trade Center, yeah. and they will shall pancake at uh, free fall speeds. And everybody's in in biblical times said, "What? What does that mean?" The like, uh, no, huh? It'll make sense in a in a couple centuries. You just give it some time to cook. <laughs> yeah. And then an airplane, which has also been invented, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> What's an airplane? Not important. Not important. Don't worry. Guys, I'm trying to get to core truth here. So let's not get too lost in the metaphor. I think we all understand the point I'm making here. Like one guy in the very back, like raising, I, I, I don't think I do actually. He's like, well, that's all right, too. Uh, <laughs> I lately have his audience. <laughs> I lately have been getting uh, TikToks of like liberal girls using Trump sounds. Like things that Trump is saying, like the like the kissing well, oh. kissing a man one, the Oh, that is a classic. One of the Ron DeSantis ones that was recent. Oh, I bet it's probably is it personality transplant? That's the uh that's in my opinion. That's a good one, yeah. That's, I think it might have been that one. Yeah. I've gotten a few, but what, what can I say? He is just the best. He's just the best at throwing like catty gossip. So of course people are uh, picking up on that at long last. Yes. It's going to be, well, let me phrase this carefully. 
on a meta level, it will be so funny when he's president again and all these oh people have to, uh, they have to remember that he's not funny as the president. Sorry, folks. He is. But that's not the point. Uh, you know, in, in a different like way. It's like in any good story. The best part is chasing after the goal. Once you have it. Exactly. Well, and also, like, it's just, I mean, the sheer hubris of all these people going like, well, he won't even be able to run. Where it's like, I'm, no, he I'm will. so sorry. He's going to run. He's probably going to win because you're doing literally the exact same thing you all did in 2016. We're going like, oh, he's so funny. Isn't it so funny that he thinks he can be president? Um, it's like he can. He did. Yeah, it's, he already has done this. Guys, like, this is it. like he's going to get elected and it'll just be like the last episode of Star Wars. You know, they'll be like somehow Palpatine has returned. Like, yeah, like, well, we we know how he did that. He did it through the Electoral College. <laughs> he was he was in the primaries and you guys were making jokes about it going like oh palpatine he, he's coming back guys um god at least he's funny you know yeah the There's jedi like made an attempt running... on my life oh sorry aren't there people like running against biden for re-election uh i don't has anyone There's at to, least like, one person yeah i think one person did interesting hang on one i'm gonna dude. Or at least he said he was going to. I'm not sure if yeah, he was gonna, officially. Yeah, maybe like, I don't know, probably like RFK Jr. or something. Is he running as a Democrat? Yeah. Mm. And Democratic candidates 2024 polls. Let's see what we got. National President Democratic Party. Who we got here? Oh, uh, wait, no, it's just an actual election. Um, not helpful. Get it away. Who needs actual elections? We want guesses. No data. Um, Matt's in the hole, if you couldn't tell. There we Ooh. go. Perfect. Hello. Mm. Sorry, I'm just looking at other other polls here. I got distracted. 538.com is not a good website, and it doesn't really do statistics well. But damn, it's fun to look at a graph sometimes, you know? Graphs are good. Yeah, I'm going to come out and say it, folks. I like graphs. Me and Jay were uh, sitting on the couch, and there's been a lot of talk of dogs lately in the house. And she was petting Ollie, and she was like, she has a big bump on her head. That means she's smart. And I was like, are you doing dog phrenology? She's right to do it. I just want to put that out there. I am... Um, one of my friends in a in a choir class that I'm not in, she learned that Haydn's skull was stolen by phrenologists when he died. And it wasn't returned until like the 1900s. But she texted me that. My assumption is that she did that under the impression that I would just go like, damn, that is crazy. And that would be the end. I did instead respond with, well, what did they find? With three question marks. Um, <laughs> and I'd just like to note the, uh, the bump for musical talent was present. So... Before we throw stones, I'm just saying we should all remember, you know, no science is perfect. Don't throw the Nothing baby out a, with the bathwater, you know? Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's not throw the calipers out either, actually. You know, just to be <laughs> safe, you know? Uh, yeah, and after Jay said that, the baby's full, we can see how much bathwater we can throw out. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be, like, to become a dog phrenologist. Like, it would be... It's like the sequel to The Dog Whisperer, you know? It's like, I'll be coming in, I'm measuring the dog's skull. I'm like, well, now, see, here's the problem. You see that little bump back there? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, this is disobedience, unfortunately. So we might just have to mm. put this one down. Uh, <laughs> hand me the ice pick. And they're like, the what? I'm like, hang on now, one second. Uh, oh, God, dog lobotomies. Yeah, look, this was in the waiver. You signed it. Now, you're going to be on TV. So do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> we took Ollie to the vet today. And Jay was mm. laughing because the lady at the front desk was like, what's the name? And she was like, Broccoli. And then she was like, what's the last name? And Jay was like, are there more than one Broccoli's? <laughs> How many have we gotten here, guys? Come on. <laughs> there's no way. Like, you know which Broccoli it is. Because <laughs> there's one. Um, yeah, well, you know, it's a, it's a very popular name among dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, did she give the last name of, of course, uh, Harvey yes. Oswald? Or okay, good, excellent. Uh, no, the last her last name, not. The, oh, okay, well that's less fun. Cause um, like uh. I guess in retrospect, yeah, of course that is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't take the dog's full. The dog's full legal name. name. What is your dog's Christian name? Um. What should my dog's middle name be? Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying I. I can come up with a couple. I'll uh, I'll send them your way. You know. Okay. As I do, to be clear, I don't have anything off the top of my head. I'm just, no. I have confidence in my abilities. Down the, uh, no, nothing off the dome. Unfortunately, that dome is currently occupied by a bump for um, uh, uh, really quick thinking when it comes to doing bits, uh, unfortunately. But there's just such a large bump that it's occupied all of my brain space, and so I'm not good at yep. it anymore. Uh, it happens. And what a crazy concept for knowledge is. We're like, I bet if we can... Just eyeball this. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's like the least being one of the least scientific things psychology has ever done is really impressive. It's always rough when you're down there. You know, it's um it's the same as like I learned last week about um homunculus theory. Are you familiar with this? Vaguely. This was a uh, this was an an old, old style explanation for how pregnancy occurred, like scientifically, right? Human beings, we figured out pretty quickly the mechanical process that we had to do in order to get pregnancy yeah. going. We weren't entirely sure what was going on on a micro level. And my personal favorite theory is homunculus theory, which stated that each sperm cell was just a tiny little dude, like a full, a fully developed human that just needed to grow. And that, you know, they just needed a womb to hang out and grow, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I think my favorite thing about that theory is that it's so sexist that it doesn't even allow women to be mothers. Is it just like, no, you're just sort of like a repository for my boy to grow. <laughs> I think, what? I'd be like that. No, we can't have believed this, right? Like, there's, there's no way. There's just no way. Um, There's like illustrations that I saw where it was just like a little guy who has like big wiggly tail on the top of his head. Um. And I'm like, all right, cool. This is great. Thank you, yeah. biology. But biology, squares, so. science textbooks are kind of crazy. They go insane. They're wild. Mm-hmm. Like English textbooks, it's just like writing, right? Like there's no, you don't get like a good textbook in most English classes. You get like a oh. bunch of readings to do. But like when you get a good textbook, the pictures in it are always wild. Just incredible. They're just fantastic. Um, sorry, I just want to know. I'm looking through my notes, and these are getting progressively more psychotic as time goes on. I um, think that's good. 
just say one of them was David Koresh, youth pastor. Um, and we don't really need to riff that one out. I feel like we all we all know where speaking that one was of, going. Speaking of youth uh, pastors, Jay made oh, me no. listen to Black Bear's entire new album, To and From the Vet. Um, oh. Wow. He what? has some, like, spoken word songs, and I'm like, if you replaced, like, two oh words God. in this, he'd sound like a youth pastor. That it also just, man, including spoken word songs on your albums. The, he did have one banger, it. which is just called Silence, and it's a minute and a half of silence just in the middle of the album. Huh. Yeah, damn it, he did 433. He stole from my boy, um, John, uh, oh my God, hang on. Uh, is it John Cage? What's the I don't guy know. Find out. Yeah. So like that was probably the best song on the album, if that tells you anything. Yeah, that is uh, not a good sign, I think. And it was a sequel to one of his other albums, which is very funny to do. Ugh, yeah. And that, it had look. 15 tracks. All right. You know, I'm back. I've looped back around. I actually respect this grift. And like they make, they're all all over the place. But one of them is like my invincible smile. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you doing? What is that? What is that? Come on. Nothing Ooh. is what that is. Yeah. Oh, but as a side note, underneath David Koresh Youth Pastor, when I first typed that in, there was a little bit of a silly autocorrect. And so then I have in parentheses David Korean with two question marks potential, uh, which. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Let me tell you, everybody, look, this is potential energy, right? There's a boulder sitting at the top of the hill. That's <laughs> the same energy that we've got going with this bit's potential. I don't think we're going to go for it, but. I'd rather not, but. I just want you all to know I that it's. I feel better there. with David Crush Youth Pastor, because I, I imagine him in, like, the toe shoes and, like, the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, like, walks in, he sits down backwards in the chair, and he was like, you're all going to be my brides. Um <laughs> But it's like in a in an Avengers themed weekend retreat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, and he's like, when you think about it, God's a lot like Thanos, and that's like, let, let, yeah. Let's let him cook on this one. Let's see where he's let's going. Let's see. Okay. Hang on, maybe you can turn this one around. <laughs> um, that yeah, I always the amount of like youth things I did in youth pastors I when I was in church I had I think six youth pastors from the time I was in uh like the, my middle school and high school years there were five or six youth pastors mm-hmm. so we like there was a high turnover rate but the different yeah, the different styles you got in there were were very fun yeah no that's the exciting thing you know you get to watch them shake it up everybody tries something new sometimes it works Sometimes um, it works great. Sometimes other times it's something you still think about, you know, and that's just sort of the way that it goes in life with with all things, really. I had a youth pastor it. who slept on a hammock on his porch, like of his apartment. Hmm. Did was there any reason that he didn't sleep in his apartment? He didn't like it. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I guess I got to hand him that one. I can't disagree. I can't say no. You actually do like your apartment. You gotta sleep in there. Uh, 
Right, he would, he also, like, knew everyone. Like, you'd mention a person, he'd be like, oh, I got, like, a famous person. He'd be like, oh, yeah, them. And then, like, say something weirdly specific about them and be like, yeah, we hung out once. And you're like, how? All right, cool. Um, you just have shit. to assume they're telling the truth, too. Did I, um, did I talk about how I almost got a nude modeling job accidentally last week? <laughs> no. Sorry. Um. I forgot about, I forgot all about this. Um, it was just, uh, I don't remember what the ex- initial thing was, but you know, I have a couple friends who are art students and um, one of them was just admiring my profile as I was talking. And she went, Matt, would you like to be paid to be a model for some art students? And I said, yeah, sure. Why not? What are the, yeah, feel free to send me the details. I'll see if I can make it work. She goes, okay, cool. You will be nude. And then like started to like get her phone out to send me the information. I was like, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We've buried the lead on this one. And I, I have to respect it because she did say it very quickly as though this is like, this is a ploy that she's tried on a couple people and eventually it might work. You know, she'll say that really quickly and someone won't hear and they'll sort of like nod along like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but it was a powerful move and I've got to respect it. That is crazy. Like she, she really buried the lead. Like, would you like to help me out just be an art model. It's easy. It's... Yeah. And I said, sure, I can. By the way, there will bit. be people that you will see again that will have seen you nude. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, by the way, full hog on this tiny campus. And I go like, well, I, I'm, I know <laughs> Who all four sign people up for in this that? class. Um, <laughs> Who, asking a student to do that is crazy at that small of a school. I know exactly. And I don't know. Look, here's the worst part. Is Last night, I was looking at my balance, like my account balance, and just going like, well, maybe they'll give me like a towel or something. Well, I could <laughs> turn this one around. Like, it might be fine, actually. I'll do this. So we'll see. Um, you know, who knows? I'm just saying. We'll see where life takes me. Um, if Nick Oldershaw can clean a man's apartment fully nude, I can be artfully rendered by multiple people <laughs> who know me um, while fully nude. Um, I am also re-listening to Coward Hour right now, and I told Jay that, and she's like, oh, you are not doing good. And I was like, uh, oh. Doing great, personally. Me, personally, I'm doing great. Um, I feel good today. I've been cooking all day, let me tell you. Um, not it's literally. Been, has it been cold for you, like, freezing? Pretty cold. Uh, like, not, like, freezing, freezing. Uh, but we're, like, we're dipping into, uh, like, high 30s, low 40s. At night okay, now, so that's which is, about where so we're getting chilly. It is currently... not like snowstorms, but well, right now it's 57, but earlier today it was in the 30s. Right now, for me, Texas. It's 50. Um, yeah, much to consider, but it gets uh, down to 35 tonight, so there we go. Well, look, so you know, we're almost there, we're almost at the freezing point. I look right. some, I looked Folks, on. At the weather the other week, and it was like high of 90, low of 40. And I was like, what What does that tell me? What am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, exactly. Like, at that point, the weather app is just going like, fuck you. And you're like, okay, cool. You don't know what to wear, actually. Yeah. Suffer. And you're like, well, all right, I guess. You're the weather. So I have I have no choice but to accept this thing. Yep. This new fate for me. Um. Oh, another fun interaction I had this week. They're going to. I've had a couple just good interactions, I think. 
Mm. Um, uh, it was, um, I was, <laughs> this was Friday night, Friday afternoon. I was in my house. I just made myself some lunch, a little sandwich. So I'm standing just for the listener's sake. My living room has uh, like one wall of my window. My living room is almost all windows. Like it's very open, very bright, which is lovely. You know, I like I like windows just as much as the next guy. It's cool being able to see. But my house is also right across from my school's campus. So sometimes when there's a big event on campus, like, say, homecoming, as there was that Friday, some some little jokesters try and uh, try and park on my lawn and see if they can get away with it. And um, they can because I don't care enough to do anything about it. I was like, can they can they not? Do you like tow them? Like, what yeah, are I you throw doing? bricks through their windows. Um, but no. So that's the thing is, um, you know, I'll like give a vaguely irritated look at the car as I'm like stepping around it. But like no one's ever in the car. I don't care enough to like do anything. Right. Like they're not like wrecking the lawn. They're not causing any huge problems. But like I said, I'm standing there. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching. What was I watching? I was watching something on the TV. So I was just sort of standing and resting my arms on the back of the chair that I had been sitting in. Um, not really for any reason. Yeah, you know, I'm just. We're standing now, watching TV. And I see this car. I see this car drive from the left, most side of the house. Then it just passes through the windows. Goes. And then. Oh no, Matt's in the hole. <laughs> Uh, I do not have the voice to vamp while Matt is in the hole right now, which uh, I'm not good at on a good day, much less a day that I can barely talk. He's back. He's back. All right. Fear not. I'm with thee. Okay. Um, so it went from the right side of your house past the windows. Yeah. And so it's driving. Yeah. So I see it go that way. And then about 10 seconds later, I see it driving back the other way. Now I'm at a much slower pace. Um. And it just sort of like pulls over onto my, you know, onto the edge of my lawn and then like eases to a stop. And I'm still just standing there. I don't do anything. I don't I don't even really move. I'm just sort of observing all this happening. And a girl gets out of the car. Takes two steps and looks directly at she like makes eye contact with me through the window. Of my house and freezes, then turns around and gets back in her car. And turns the ignition on and pulls forward like another 15 feet to my neighbor's lawn, then puts the car in park again, gets out and walks to class. And I just. I'm I've been thinking about that interaction nonstop since it occurred. What did she see? I know exactly. I'm like, what where she was like, I've been caught. I must park on this other person's lawn like she she didn't learn her lesson whatever the lesson is it was not learned Um, i like the idea that it's something specifically about you like your vibe was that bad i'm here's the thing almost definitely like (laughs) i've been trying to figure out other explanations i can't think of anything aside from the fact that i was just giving off a malevolent aura you know um like well i'll park in front of the house with skulls on it you know it's that's fine there's no real need to worry about the oh my god and she just looks through the window and sees a wraith standing there um, yeah. Ready to claim her soul. Uh, but it's just so powerful. Because, like I said, she like froze. There was like a solid, like, it's like when you like, you're out for a walk late at night and you like almost run into a deer and you both just sort of like freeze and look mm-hmm. at each other for a couple seconds. That's what it was like. And then she just makes an about face and gets back in the car. Um, it's either and- she felt like she did get, 
like caught for p- parking her car on your lawn and was like, I guess I won't because he's like there. Yeah. Or your vibes were just terrible. And she was like, well, I must be off the property line. That that will keep me safe. <laughs> I don't even know what rules that follows. Like exactly. haunted house like rules, I guess. Yeah, because it's not vampire rules. Um, this is the opposite of vampire rules. She was not invited to my home. Um, there are very vampire. He can only be yeah. in places that he's not welcome in. <laughs> I know that guy. Um, <laughs> I think we all know that guy. <laughs> he sounds familiar. I don't know. Um, and maybe cooler than most people give him credit for. And you know, he's he's sort of lonely sometimes, and he just wants a friend. Uh, did that ever occur to you guys? Uh, I do like the idea of just a really depressed vampire. Like, <laughs> like he's he's not. It's not even that he's like he can't drink blood. He's just sad that nobody's invited him over to their place. He's like, I can't go anywhere. Like nobody has asked me to go over for dinner. Yeah. Like, I haven't even been allowed inside. I I wasn't even allowed inside that one time. I asked for a cup of sugar. They just made me wait on the doorstep. Maybe like. Maybe that's why you see vampires, like, in public places, like bars, because, like, the bouncer invites them in. Yeah. Oh, that's a good loophole. Yeah. Or <laughs> what about, like, a, um, what about, like, you know, someone has, like, an in this house, we believe, where it's, like, all are welcome, no person is illegal. Are vampires and like, allowed? Well, like, all are welcome. Do they get to scroll in? Do they get to go, like, well, I'm not illegal, I'm afraid. Or, I'm, like. I think that's, like, something that spiritual people would believe, because they're, like, don't welcome any energy yeah. into your home so don't have things that say welcome or like like and don't look, have like a doormat that says welcome exactly look you can have a doormat that says welcome don't like you know do rituals welcome. with a Ouija board that's my stance personally okay welcome uh, but then in parentheses say unless you're a vampire you're not welcome unless you're Just a vampire in case. vampires are not welcome and then underneath that it's like sexy werewolves on the other hand uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Werewolves play by so fewer rules. Oh, yeah. They literally just, especially, like, in the more modern fantasy things, where they can, like, turn into wolves whenever they want. Yeah, like, like oh. what the fuck? So, like, your superpower is just a superpower, and once a day, it I mean, once a month, it's not optional. And you just have to do it. Yeah, and, like, like you can get killed by one thing. Yeah, silver bullet to the heart. Vampires, I, look... Nobody's going to bat for vampires, but um. They can't eat garlic. They uh. They, what they, in they can't the states? They can't look at crosses. They can't yeah. see their reflections. They have to be welcomed in. They have to be welcomed in. Sunlight, running water, in some cases, just a fervent word of prayer. Holy water. In some cases, silver. Like uh, it's just. The vampires have to on. play by so many rules. Yeah. Werewolves. I mean, I guess the trade-off is just that werewolves are objectively way less interesting. They just suck. Yeah. Next time I write a script, I'm going to write, like, a vampire who's upset about all the rules he has to do now that he's a vampire. <laughs> I mean, it sucks, dude. Like, I... And after this forever? I don't get, like, an out or anything? You're like, like, well, you could, like, walk into the sun. He's like, ah, well, I don't know about it. That, ah, all that. Um, mm-hmm. I can't say I'm that miffed at the process of following rules, but, you know. Um, the Catholic vampire, he can't he, go to mass, he can't uh, probably take communion, I don't know. Probably um, can't pray the rosary. 
You probably can't pray the rosary. Um, I feel like garlic bread is a big part of every church's culture. It had better be. It, um, if it's not, well, I won't make any statements. But also, about, like, he can't you know. commit suicide because he still believes it's a sin. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he just, like, keeps, like, trying to, like, charge into battle, hoping that eventually he'll die. Yeah, he's, like, um, the, when they had to make the rule about martyrs, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, which is so sick. Uh, You're only a martyr if you didn't purposely get killed, and they're like, ah. Damn it. As I'm lowering the fuse away from the grape shot can, and I point at myself, I'm like, ah, okay. Well, they got me, boys. Um i uh i've also been laughing at the idea of like someone just severely misunderstanding like the gun range loophole uh you know where they're like well it sounds so bad i bet it's that if you kill everybody at the gun range you don't have to pay for the guns uh yeah that's just glaring legal loophole in in uh texas law there well that's uh, actually how gun shows work is it's like a battle royale type situation yeah it's like fortnite where like one person is allowed to leave the gun show but they get all of the guns yeah and all the confederate memorabilia just as a little bonus yeah and you can you know pawn that off on the side or if you understand your heritage you can wear it proudly as a racist murderer um but uh <laughs> um i was kind of firing from the hip yesterday in like a work meeting i did i don't remember how they came up but someone like briefly alluded to border control and uh i just said i just described them as uh what did i say uh militarized fascist idiots uh and then <laughs> let me tell you half the room chuckled the other half of the room chuckled nervously um you sometimes elicit a nervous chuckle Oh, I often elicit nervous chuckles. That's one of my favorite things to elicit. Um, but not one of my favorite illicit things. No. How about that, folks? Um, I, okay, I think it's been enough time. I can admit this. I didn't sleep last night. Um, so we're sort of, right now, words are like jazz to me. You know, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just following the rhythms. I'm, uh, I'm just saying what comes to mind. I haven't had, like, a full night's sleep in probably, like, a week and a half, which yeah. probably means I'm manic, but, like, that's beside the point. We, psh, who cares? I've, like, it's I've been depressed for so long. I feel like I'm manic all of a sudden because, like, I'm, like, laughing frequently. Right. Day, you know, I'm, like, getting up. I, a couple of days ago, I, uh, <laughs> I'm, so I'm making myself laugh at this one. This is so stupid. But also, in my opinion, one of the funniest bits I've ever done. Uh, you know Fiddler on the Roof? Yes. I'm like, yeah, if I were a rich man. I uh, I just uh, walked up to a friend and I was like, okay, how about this? And it's, uh, if I were a gay guy. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Right as we both had to walk separate directions to an event. And I was walking by myself, creaking with laughter so loudly that I could, like, barely stand. And I saw people, like, across the quad giving me weird looks. <laughs> but I was just delighted. I was like, this is the funniest thing anyone has ever said. Uh, and I don't necessarily think that anymore. But it was it's up there. Not, you know? it's, like it's, it's not. But it was pretty good. 
I was I was happy with it. Uh, and then I, as I entered the uh, as I entered the arena that we were going to be singing at, one of the other people in my choir was like, "Matt, I love your laugh." And I was like, "Don't, don't say that to me." Uh, I just. <laughs> How dare you? Don't encourage this behavior, please. Uh, like, I'm laughing like the Joker preparing for a concert. Uh, with you know, it's all right. Look. I feel like, okay, this Halloween, if you dress as the Joker, you're doing something wrong. Like, there are some Halloweens where I feel like you can dress as the Joker, and oh, this yeah. is not one of them. No, yeah, because the movie isn't out yet. I feel like next Halloween, I am personally of the opinion that Joker 2 is going to have such cultural staying power that it will still be relevant a year from today. And then, yeah. couple's costume, right? You and... um. The person from your school who posted in, in Joker makeup uh, get, get to uh, do a couple's costume. That. Yep. Sorry, this is a free episode. Uh, but we'll just. <laughs> we'll just. No worries there. Vibe. No worries, listeners. Uh, DM me. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll do something. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Send me your home address, listeners. I'll mail you something. I'm gonna keep doing this until someone does it. Uh, <laughs> it's just a screenshot. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's a screenshot of like their house on Google Earth. And they're like, well, I gave him my address. What is he what is he trying to prove with this? <laughs> Matt is Sniper Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm doxing people, but like only like addresses that are publicly available. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm posting like the address of the World Trade Center online going like, well, now sure it would be a shame if something happened here. And then, you know. That's re- that's actually a great idea is to Snapchat Sniper Wolf story of the <laughs> Jack's Films house, but it's just the Twin Towers. Yeah. I, look, that'd be... Imagine that. You're working on the Twin Towers. All of a sudden, you get a little notification from a guy, and uh, it's just your office from rather far away, but seemingly very high in the air. You go, well, what could that possibly mean? <laughs> that This doesn't feel threatening at all. Anyway, time to take a long look out the window. Well, if I was facing the opposite direction, maybe I'd see a plane and then an explosion rips through the building. Um, Yep. I, me listening to Coward Hour has made an adverse effect on my brain where I'm making way more 9-11 jokes again. Oh, but they're just so fun. They, They are. And folks, I'm the only one's brave enough to ask this question in the, uh, in the harsh climate of cancel culture nowadays, you know, stifling comedy and things like that, not many people are willing to ask this one, but we at the Doug Zone, we're going to go there. What if 9-11 was gay? What would that be like, folks? Oh, that'd be like. What would that be like? I think we all have some thoughts. We all have our opinions. We keep yep. them to ourselves for now. Only for now, though. Soon it will be sharing time, though, so, you know, think about them. Think yep. really hard about what gay 9-11 would be like. But I guess 9-11 that is gay and gay 9-11 are maybe different things. Um, <laughs> yeah. The second one's just like two twinks falling over. Um, <laughs> one time uh, oh, we were going clubbing and before we went to a gay club, someone just turns to one of our straight friends and goes, remember, Twink is a slur. Like, doorknob confessioned that to them. Oh, that is so sick. Which is not true, and also so funny. It's not true. I'm going to start telling people as well, though. Uh, it's so funny. It makes straight people so uncomfortable. 
Well, because they go like, well, I can't, I can't just assume that it isn't. Like, on the off chance that it is. And it was like while we were walking into a gay bar. So, like, they. So he's like, I really got, I have no, if, if there's even a fraction, the possibility that that's the case, I got to just accept it. Because, you know. uh, Yep. (laughs) I'm not ready for the consequences of what would happen if it is a slur. And I'm just very wrong. Um. Other I also like the idea, like, we're about, to, I'm about to, like, walk into just, like, a bar, and I'm like, and remember, it's a slur. And then we just walk in, and they're like, Matt, <laughs> of course it is. Oh, my God, why would you say that? What's wrong with you? I'm just like, it's just, it's important to remember. You need to know. The people need to know this, guys. It's all right. Um... Uh, <laughs> Um, so listeners, do do remember that. Yes. Think of a racial slur right now. See think of it really, really hard. So hard you, you might say it out is, loud accidentally. If you if you think that you are going to say a slur, write it on a piece of paper and keep that with you. So whenever you're about to say something, just look down at the paper and reference your slur list. And then uh make sure you don't say any of those what Matt's in the hole. Um make sure you don't say any of those words. And you should keep that list at all times in your pocket. Uh, share it with friends if what they I, need it. Yeah, what I think you should do when you want to say a slur is you write it down on a piece of paper and then put it in a small glass bottle and uh, just sort of <laughs> throw it at the head of the nearest mine. No, uh, yeah, just toss it in a river. My, you know. my church on Ash Wednesday, they would give out pieces of paper and you'd like write your sins on them and they'd burn them, right? Which and goes hard. Which goes hard. But I love the idea of someone just writing a slur and then burning it. Like, that's okay. <laughs> that was the sin, guys. Look, so, look, as I've said before, this was, um, this is just going back to metaethics, right? We're going to philosophy 101 here. This is going to be the first, if I taught philosophy, this would be the first thing I, I ever taught, right? Do we think that slurs are racist in and of themselves? Like, you know. Presumably, we think that they're we, presumably we don't like slurs because, you know, hateful history, uh, just sort of a uh, and generally they, they help perpetuate negative attitudes and stereotypes. Right. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, though, this is a fun one to hit people with, especially if they're a little bit drunk at a party, um, because everybody has very strong intuitions and they're never the same. She's like Hypothetically, right. We have a, a white man who scientifically we can be certain has no racism in his body at all. Right. There's just there's no way. One day he goes very far, very deep into the forest, where no one will be around to hear him. No one will be affected by what he's about to do. And he just screams the N-word at the top of his lungs. He does this once a year. And for the the other 364.9 days out of the year, he's an upstanding citizen. He treats everyone with kindness and respect on the merits of their character alone. You know? Oh, my God. Is he a bad man? Um, and and let me tell you, listeners, everybody's got an opinion. Look deep um, into your heart, and whatever you believe is what we believe, also. Yeah. Am I a bad person, listeners? This man, to be clear, <laughs> this man could be near you. This yeah. man could. This man could be recording a podcast right now. I also like the like. I'm not walking deep into the forest. I just like step on my back porch and scream it <laughs> and step back inside. I, I do love it, like the once idea a week. Of you doing like, this at a party and people being like, Matt. We know. Yes. 
like, no, look, the rest of the year, he's very respectful. I'm like, well, I don't know about that part, but like, you, you know about the forest, Matt. Like, <laughs> and once a semester, he walks into the center of the quad and <laughs> just lets one loose. Uh, uh, it's the same as another another classic instance of hypothetical screaming the N-word for the greater good. Well, maybe not for the greater good. Well, in this case, for the greater good. Would you say, like, it's like Shazam, but he has to scream the N-word at the top of his lungs in public. Like, people have to hear him do it. But for the next 24 hours, he has godlike powers. And he can prevent any and all crimes from, from occurring. He can save everybody. When you said Shazam, my first thought was the app that, like, recognizes <laughs> music and i was like so he can recognize any song but he has to scream the n-word that's like a very bad trade-off yeah i'm saying i'm on shark tank like hello sharks today my pitch shazam but it's racist and like, it's what i'm like now look we've all been here you're in your you're, you get out your phone you're fumbling around you're trying to find the button for shazam the song's already over <laughs> well what if i just and then immediately like popping up in the background is it's like uh i don't know like need you here or something uh like you know by a... <laughs> um i mean see wasn't that so simple and one's like here's 10 million dollars uh they're like could we change like the activation word and you're like oh no no that is i'm sharks i'm afraid that that is non-negotiable uh <laughs> And Mark Cuban goes, well, that was a test. I, I respect a man who stands by what he believes. Um, I would like you to have all of my wealth. And in fact, you're the host of the show now. Um, and then the outro music starts playing. And I go, oh, what's this song called? And uh, another episode of the show never airs again. Uh, yep. <laughs> so that's what I'd do. I'm Don Draper style, making a pitch <laughs> in a meeting. <laughs> It's like drunkenly, I'm like, we're all racist. What if you could use that to um, get your groceries or something? I don't know. And they're saying, they're like, Matt's done it again. <laughs> the whole boardroom is crying because of the beauty of my pitch. Uh, <laughs> You're in a room, like, scribbling down notes, and all they say is, like, blank is racist, blank but racist, <laughs> blank but racist, blank but racist. Like, how does he keep doing it? Uh, <laughs> He's our top earner at the firm. Um, he keeps this up. He'll be partner in an hour. Um, You're like, Disney but racist? No. No, they did that. And they did that no, one. We've already got that one. Sorry. America but racist? Nope. Nope. They did that. Fuck. This is harder than I thought it would be. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I'm like drenched in sweat. I'm like, it's the 1950s. I'm running out of things England. that aren't already racist. England but racist? Fuck. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> And then I like I try to like shake things up. It's sort of like my like demo reel, right? Like I I announce, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to be ending the blank but racist program. And everybody's like, what wait, what? But we make all our money off this, Matt. Have you thought this through? I'm like, don't worry, we've got a replacement queued up already. And then the next week I just walk in beaming, ear to ear, just shining. I I'm glowing. I'm so ready. I'm like, guys, I've I've put a lot of work into this. This is um, this means a lot to me. So please don't hold back. I want to hear all of your actual opinions. And I just sort of I pull out like a it's like a server, right? I have like a little like a silver mm -hmm. bowl Flush. over it. I, yes, I just pull it off and there's just a piece of paper sitting there. It's wrapped in gold. I'm unwrapping it slowly, delicately. It's like the envelopes for the Oscars. You had it like chained yeah. in a briefcase. 
Yeah, yeah. It's chained. Yeah, the envelope itself is chained to me. Like it's been staped <laughs> to my body. Uh, and I pull it off. I like shake the blood off, and I look at it, and I go, mm-hmm. "Sorry, excuse me, everybody. One second. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Blank, but sexist." Uh, and someone I just pulls really out a gun and shoots me in the head. Blank, oh. but a pedophile. I I hate that I did flip a coin in my head. Where I was like, oh. yeah, that's. <laughs> or even better is I just go like, all right, everybody. I open up the thing and I just like thunderous <laughs> applause. They all stand up cheering. Uh, grown men are weeping and embracing each other. Uh, like he did it. He somehow did it. He managed to top it. Us, but racist. Yeah, us, but we're racist. And they're all like, oh, but that's, we're already racist. I'm like, oh, right. How silly of me. That was the decoy envelope. And I just reach into, uh, I just reach into my jacket. I unbutton my shirt. There's another envelope stapled to my body. Uh, and so I go, blank, but it's a pedophile. Hmm? How about that? What do we think? I'm just, I'm thrown out the window and never seen again. I vanished before I, I hit the ground, like a Jedi. Um, I feel like pedophile jokes are becoming, like, more common again. Because I saw, like, oh, yeah. Curtis Connor, like, part of his stand-up special is a pedophile joke. Oh, that's wild. Isn't he, like, I know. Boy? Isn't that sort of, like, his whole thing? Yeah, no, but on TikTok, I saw one clip from his comedy special, and it was him doing a pedophile joke about how all rock musicians are pedophiles. Man, that's crazy. And, I mean, to be clear, yeah, they are. But yeah. also, like, it's like it's like the sickest guitar riff you've ever heard, and then it's them singing about how they're a pedophile for ten minutes. Yeah, she was thirteen years old. Like, that's, Whoa, yeah, okay, that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was like, and she was only twelve. Yeah. It's funny. I was doing a very similar bit where I was saying it's never a good sign if a classic rock song is named after a woman, uh, because inevitably, like two verses in, you will learn that they're like sixteen, uh, yeah. and you just need to make peace with that fact. Um, well, you do, because you didn't write the song. It's already out. Yeah. I'm not, saying, like, within the, I'm not saying, like, within the world of the song, you're going like, well, <laughs> we've come this far. Like, to be obviously not. You know, I'm just saying, you as the listener, as the listener to the song, you're powerless to stop it. That's all that I was saying. Yeah, mostly when you listen to music, you can't stop the music, so. No, you can't what stop What are you going to do, not finish the song? You can, however, scream the N-word to identify it and learn the name of the of, learn the name of the underage child that they're singing about. So, you know, <laughs> the future we lost some things, but we gained so much more. Don't you think, everybody? Yeah, uh, you gotta take the L's with the dubs, you know. Yeah, you gotta take the L's with the dugs. The dugs. Yeah. What if Doug was racist? Hmm? Oh, that looked like everybody. We brought him up in the episode. You're welcome. No, yeah, we we. There we go. It's a three episode. Uh, We no longer have an outro.